It's a very happy music selection, Larry. Well, you know, Robert like. Earl Keen is like the epitome of having a good time. I feel like I'm having a good time. When did this become social media hour? Sorry. Carl. The, uh, you need to have Carl. a phone, Cubby. I feel like that was a song that I might have heard from one... Woodstock? No, probably at the art show this week. It's or last much, weekend? It's pretty much Woodstock. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so in a roundabout, I mean, Mr. Uh, Tad McGreasy over here, um, you're, you're the only one that didn't. You, you heard about the art I show. I heard about yeah. it. Yeah. On, on, on Ted wasn't in town that no. week. No. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. Fortunately. Yeah. It, you would have been scarred. Was it more of a graduation show or just a straight up art show? Graduation show for sure. Yeah. It didn't have the maturity of a art show. No. So it didn't matter about. The I could tell by the, like the works. booze that I brought. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can do a whole social recap. Um, so, you know, high flutin and at the, you know, obviously that we strove to. It make was a it nice place. Fancy. It was a great place. You should have seen it before we started. It was absolute. Like it looked like a construct. They were just like painting the walls. Oh yeah, it was nice. Twenty four hours before the show opened. So yeah. So did you guys like? find somebody that was willing to like donate the space for like the 24 hours that you needed it is exactly what you're looking free. at yeah we just had to buy insurance um and yeah so that was free uh and then we had to go in there and you know the walls were painted uh hang all the work clean up all the shit uh rig new lighting so it was a fucking process but um so everyone's expecting it to be fancier than it really is. And I you, showed and, up and I was like, "Dang, Andrew!" Dude, Hell yeah, and, and, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate to everyone <laughs> yeah. who showed up for for starters, but two more importantly to bring it back down to planet Earth because nice. like everyone's walking around with this like I'm going to pretend to be some you know art connoisseur tonight, and of course you know Carl and crew show up and you know flip flops and shorts and. Bam. You know, well, yeah, and I got marine I grabbed product with the with the Michelin Sam, Ultra. I gra- yeah, what, I gra- what I like the most about the description of Carl showing up to the show, I'd gotten a text earlier that day. Unfortunately, I did not make it to this show. I was up in Jacksonville, and uh, well, you're doing some things. We'll get to it later. Ben Pickett um, did come to the show. And Ben texted me. Oh, that was cool. And yeah, ben, was, yeah, yeah, ben texted yeah. and said, hey, I'm planning on wearing blah, blah, blah. Is that going to be cool? And I was like, I think you're solid, bro. And I said, I'm pretty sure Carl's going to show up in shorts and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Thank God he did. So when I said that to Andrew, Andrew said, yeah, it was standard Carl without the, the fiberglass, fiberglass dust. Mm-hmm. I dusted off. So you, you like yeah. cleaned up for the show. Oh, which is pretty forward. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, so you had the version of that art exhibition without the beer. So you had the yeah, much more I, awkward I, interactions. Which I did have a conversation with the one guy. That, uh, yeah. That I actually dug his work. I, I yeah. liked his photos. 
I can connect to his work out of everyone else's the most. Absolutely. Is that the little maniac guy? Maniac guy? The, the, the kind of a shorter dude. He's real busy. He was running around. Well, it's the whole like time. a human version of SpongeBob. Yeah. Not that guy. Not that guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Not that guy. No, the Mexican dude. The Mexican. Oh yeah, dude. yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like I really like, and I connected with him and had a discussion about, of all things, two out of the five photos that he had on display had pearl snaps in the photo. <laughs> right. And I was like, hey. So I read your thesis statement, and I know that there was a struggle for you between your American heritage and your parents wanting you to stay true to your Mexican heritage, and I have one question for That's you. That's why I had a kick-ass mustache. And he says, what's that? <laughs> yeah. And I said, are the pearl snaps part of your Mexican or American heritage? He said, what do you think? And I said, I honestly think... It could be either. Mexican fillers like them pearl. And he um, said that handles. is exactly why I included them. It could be either, and that's the blend between the two. I was such like, an art answer. Fuck yeah! Wow. There was also a bitch and mustache, dude. The, that could be anybody. Dude, he grew a beard. What's with the like, pistol? What's with the pistol? Badass right? pistol. The pistola. Like yeah. I, I was like, was I wanted, it a pistol or was it a pistol? He, he covered every cliche. I wanted to right. say. Is that for sale? Right. Because, I mean, it's like the stereotypical pistol in the fucking pants. Well, if it was for sale or if it was for sale cash only. Cash only. Yeah. No taxes. Can't be on the fucking radar. That's right. No, there's some really cool stuff. Um, That's generous. Yeah. No, we had had some concerns about one of your classmates' projects. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And we kept it really... I I played the guess. the, The greatest moment out of the past two weeks have had was the light that appeared in Larry's eyes once he realized that that chick that he's seeing right there is the same chick in the photo. Right, right, yeah. 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 And there was one that... And and the the sheer panic on my face from the fact that I still need to pass a class. Right. So the amount amount of people that were... Days away from the grade. Yeah. Hours. But the... was critical. The one... The kind of section that we would have assumed would be obviously that person wasn't was not oh and, yeah, yeah 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 and the project and just to show you how much of it there is oh and we were like oh this is not gonna end well i walk in i'm like <laughs> andrew stuff's over there walk by th- this person's box kind of, yeah exhibit it's like a, yeah it's like freestanding <laughs> it's a white bench with the white right. boxes and it was the 3d stuff uh-huh, yeah. yeah and i was like Hey, I like this one too. I actually and I'm did, walking around, I'm walking around, way. and Andrew's like, "Hey, that's that, uh, that's that student. <laughs> that's the one." I and I'm know. like, "I was like, wow, what a 360, man! This yeah. is all right. Yeah. I'm into yeah. this." So, <laughs> yeah, whole lot and then there was like another student that did a real similar, a whole lot different what we're look. About. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was the, that was cool. The, we had a really good time. The with creepiest it. to me was the weird. Let me like hyper extend my shoulder blade and then put a dead possum again. Like the juxtaposition of hyper extension of joints against dead animals was like, what the fuck are we trying to say here? Naked art students versus dead bodies. And she was vegan and she wrote on my windshield. Yeah. Now the other vegan, the the other vegan that wrote on your windshield. She was the one with all the mirrors. The, also nude. And the, there was also the nude, what appeared to be like in a 
seedy motel standing behind the curtain with the PTAC yeah. unit, and I was like, I could get into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you know? That was good work. So, I, I actually enjoyed her work. So. There was a couple, Justin Price's wife's was like, like, Massive. intense. Yeah. Yeah. It, I was really, really, really impressed, but I was also like, I don't know enough about this right. to like judge yeah. right now. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, you look he, at it, you're like, this is more than I understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is beyond what, what I know. I feel but like it was that nice. Was it was badass. Yeah, it you was. could appreciate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You knew oh. there was some, something there that you didn't know about, and it was just, and it was huge. It was, it was nice. It was a real cool. Um, so, so after so, the show. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, so well, okay. So after the party, there's a group, after a party. Group, so everyone <laughs> right. in my class regards me as like the outsider black sheep that all he cares about is drinking. You're not vegan and, and you're, not a, you're and, not a female. And, so. and hurting animals. <laughs> yeah. And hurting and animals, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like. Not hurting them. Hurting them. Hurting right. with, with metal hooks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stabbing <laughs> them in the face. You're not Jesus. Not you're exactly. a murderer. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> just but, inflicting pain. We it, don't murder but, them. But we just inflict pain and then release the them. Right. Yes. So. I do think I murdered a fish today, though. Nice. Nice. A ladyfish, I hope. There was no evidence. I'm not sure. Like I was running, and oh god, I, oh. I, I felt it in the it's tiller handle, and yeah. I looked over my shoulder, and an unidentified species of fish was like tail walking in the wake after it had gotten oh, struck. At, nothing but a mullet. And so I, I did it. I did a U-turn to go back to see if like I could put the poor bastard to like get better use, like, and yeah. I couldn't locate it. So. The crabs will yeah. eat well tonight. Right. Damn. Rip. Right. Yeah, rip. <laughs> rip. <laughs> anyway. So we went to the show. But So there's this like group of... Am I coming up in your mic? No, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Really? Yeah. yeah I can't good. hear myself. Yeah, you're good. Anyways. Oh, this again. Oh, Andrew has to be important. <laughs> we're gonna, I can't hear myself. We're going to just start screaming. So I'm going to start turning knobs. Do you want to trade headsets? It's not the headsets. So and I, then, I feel like I can't hear myself. And then a couple hours later, can you guys? That I can I can hear myself now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, that's fucking weird. A anyway, cu- yeah. a couple hours after so, my, my my rant about not hearing myself and just spewing drunken awesomeness, <laughs> we got <laughs> we got a review from an I think an online magazine or or something about our beer soaked voices. Yes, they're heavily soaked tonight. No, 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 it was beer seasoned. Seasoned. So seasoned. It's more prestigious seasoned. than soap. Oh, goodness. It's more, sp- yeah, it's, oh, it's, a, wow. it's a grander yeah. compliment. You so, felt, yeah. I, I felt like you were a little butthurt by that. No, I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. There was no thinking. It, it was. I, my, I, I wasn't it was right named. on. I wasn't named. I wasn't Hot named. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Carl's beer seasoned. Yeah. So persona. anyway. Anyway, as, as as people are flocking away from the table, yeah. the three the three amigos yeah. are left alone. Um, but so at this art exhibition, I'm of course I considered the black sheep for being the kind of right minded um, hillbilly hick that I right. may or may not be. Jeff Foxworthy, exactly. And actually, I shit you not, the lady who had the dead deer photos, her great uncle is Jeff Foxworthy. 
Boom. Yes. Boom. Mind boom. fucking blown. Right. Yeah. And that was written on my windshield. Right. Something about that. Anyway. Well, there was, I would just kind of guess being there, there was two to three other dudes that were in the class. Yeah. Like you were well, a, a, a minority. A, a dude is a generous, a yeah. dude is a generous right. statement. What's the gate code the driver's asking? Uh, hold on. One. Oh, 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 hold on. Pause. All right, we're back. We're back. Here. So, um, Pizza Man's trying to get in. Yeah. We had important stuff to do. <laughs> so, Logistic. I would say what, like... There's like, two dudes. Other than you. Yeah. So, three dudes total. Well, actually four. The dude with the shaved head. Okay. And the suit, which... By dude, I just mean male. By That's birth. even generous. By birth. That's, yeah. yeah. That's generous. But, anyway... So I'm the black sheep of this group, yeah. and they're like, okay, he's going to bring all of his fishing friends, and I wanted and, to deliver. Yeah. And okay, cool. a, a group of... I feel like we did. We did. Yo, yeah. you guys came in clutch. Sam and Jameson were there. they oh, just yeah. come off the water. Yeah. They're in like flip Sam's and George. And yeah. I hadn't just, seen Sam in a full year, a physical yeah. year. Um, and Jameson. He hadn't, he hadn't had a shower in a physical no. year. Ben was there. I've never met Ben. That was awesome. Ben. And I yeah. feel like people should walk around with their Instagram handles. I know. I know. Because I only know, like, like... On a t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean... No. Uh, oh, hey, to I me, you are... The sticker. Exactly. Hello, yeah. my name is on Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. Which could... Yeah. That needs to happen at some right. point. So underscore burst. At parties and stuff. Um, <laughs> well, people do it on their trucks all the time, right? They well, you know, we, yeah, have yeah. we haven't even done introductions around... Oh, the oh table. let's go around the table. Let's go around the table. We got a little ahead of ourselves. Right. Let's go around the table. So I'm here on the head of the table here, Mr. Larry. Okay, and then I'm I'll I'll go. We go on the left. Carl Granger, Instagram handle like Granger tractors. No, like Granger. Like Granger spelled like Ranger. Yeah, there's no there's no I in Granger nor team. Instagram handle so underscore. Bursted. You, you, you look like you've been bursted a few times. That's why it has so fucking bursted. And moving on so to the left, bursted. we have... To my left. Ziggler. Mark. What? what, what? Ziggler. Ziggler. I always thought Ziggler. 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 Ziggler 54. Would there ever be a Correct. situation where it would be called Ziggler? In, In the motherland. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Hitler called him Ziggler. <laughs> and then there was me, yeah, was Andrew, dick. running Andrew. the board, oh so professionally. Right. And special guest. The real professional. All the, the way from. The, the, un- the only reason this podcast exists. Right. From Canada. Canada. There's no I. Oh. You need to. Just like in Granger, there's no I. There's no I in Granger nor Canada. <laughs> yeah. From. Oh, Canada. The home maple of hockey. syrup and uh, really good strip clubs. Uh, strip clubs. Hockey, now we're talking. Maple syrup. Yeah. And shit bacon. I think we're, we're going to need to straddle sucks. the mic a little closer. <laughs> Their fucking bacon sucks. Our shit's not high tech, so oh, we need it a little bit okay, closer. Well, I'm, I'm Ted McGregor, and uh, I'm at Ted McGreezy. Oh, McGreezy. Don't be shy McGreezy. with that yeah. yeah. Ted McGreezy. All right, so that now everybody knows who's here, we need to wrap up and go to break because the pizza man's pounding on the door. Boom. Boom. See ya. So Peace. we'll be back with pieces of pizza.
Irie, Irie, we've got a uh, mountain hippie aboard for the second segment of uh, podcast number six of the Taylor Trash podcast. Howdy, fellas. Hey, buddy, buddy. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. I'm happy to Thumbs talk to you guys. and all. So, uh, tell me, Ben, um, would you be like a pro bro when it comes to hitchhiking with the thumbs that you've got? <laughs> no, I don't have a whole lot of experience hitchhiking, believe it or not. Wow. Well, why is it a everything I know about you. physical <clears throat> thing or just because you didn't feel like it or what's up? No, I just, uh, you know, haven't haven't had a need to. Why, do you think I'd be good at it? I, I uh, think so. With the thumbs like that, I think you'd be really successful. Right. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Ben. You know, I had never noticed the thumb thing that's going on. Do you and think th- it's in, like an adaptation to the, like, like iPhone? To, like, <laughs> texting on, like, a touchscreen phone? Dude. Do you like? No, I think it makes it harder. Oh, really? Because I was going to say, like, you're probably like one of those double thumb texters. Like, you can like text faster than lightning. Not really, though. Maybe not faster than lightning, but I'd say I probably default to two thumbs. Okay. So, um, you know, the exposure of your thumb issue came to light today because. you know, I know you haven't been here for the whole podcast, but uh, one Ted McGregor dun, dun. at Ted McGreezy is uh, sitting here at the old oak table you in only. Oak Chill, and uh, he is a member of the Broken Thumb Brotherhood that you're right. you're part of, and apparently. Apparently, you guys have uh, like communicated about this. Uh, <laughs> like you guys affliction. like your like thumb brother in like a yeah. club on Reddit. We're thumb brothers. <laughs> are you guys are you like combined? Are you guys like like snow? Not like frozen well, no. water. Do you mean the rapper? I'm talking about the Canadian rapper. No, like combined. Haven't you seen like Captain Planet? What happens when like all of them come? Well, you're and, Canadian. Like, you know. Ben likes reggae. In form. In form. I'm with you, Carl. Uh, well, Ted, what what the hell's up with your thumbs? Because I've never been positive without mine. But neither of you guys would catch a ride, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> like, hours Not later, you're like, why aren't any of these motherfuckers stopping? <laughs> That's fucked up. That's sensitive. So, so I think, Insensitive. I think Insensitive. that Ted said that he had a, uh incident during a rugby game. Yeah. That uh, resulted in his uh, ability to rotate his thumb 399 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went in for a tackle and just thumb got caught in some guy's jersey and it just ripped back. And uh, that was that was the end of normal thumbs for me. And everybody looked at me like it was uh, a total mutant after that. An end so, of an era. Yeah, end of an era. So, so, so you just have the one mutant. Um, I, I have like a one and a half. The other one is kind of done also, but just not all the way. It's on its way. It's on its way. Yeah. Okay. Soon enough. Okay. It's been 12 years. And Ben, how, how did you end up with the, uh, thumbs of amazement? Uh, there's a phenomenon and a condition called skier's thumb. Oh yeah. 
Yes, and uh, you get that from grilling. <laughs> no, but no, but it does help. I'd say that's one place where the the skier's thumb condition helps. Is, is you can flip a, a fucking burger like a pro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> outdoor so. meats. You've started a yeah. just, I mean, not only I'm a huge fly fisherman, but grilling with Carl. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah, tagging, tagging me and <laughs> I mean, outdoor meat Instagram grilling. wide. Yeah, well, he made it. Carl made a comment one time about how I grill a lot, so I've decided to let him know. How right. Much Every I time you exactly. grill. Yeah, every single time. It's for five sure. to six times a day, at least. <laughs> so, so tell us something, Ben. Um, you've uh, done a couple of uh, holy shit, not day trips, but like overnight. So, like you probably drove like twelve hours somewhere. Uh, twelve hours total is six hours each way. Okay, so is, is that the threshold? Like five hours is a day trip, six hours you got to stay overnight. Is that how it works uh, it out depends. there? Depends. Depends on when I got to be home, you know. Okay. Depends yeah. if you have the Subaru wagon. You can sleep yeah, in I don't back. have that anymore. No, like this, the the Forerunner is a little nicer for sleeping in. Ooh, Wait a second. Whoa. Whoa. Excuse me. Hold Excuse on. me. Hold Whoa. on. Dial it back a little it's bit. Compromising. Would wouldn't a Forerunner like meet the requirements of like a certain starter pack? Oh, absolutely. Oh, does it have black it, it wheels? A- uh, no, I'm, oh. I'm saving up for him. Okay. I'm saving up for him. No, but it does have a Toyota emblem on it. Um, no rod racks, but you know we to can me. all aspire and dream. Right. But a roof rack, though, nonetheless. I have the box. I have the box on the roof, oh, okay. which is kind of it's it's standard gear as well. You know, I've got <laughs> a. I transferred it from the Subaru to the Toyota. Oh, right over. Yeah. So, so what kind of stickers is it featuring yeah. so far? What is it? What stickers that it's featuring so far? Was well, yours the first? Uh, just pro. Just yeah, pro just staff, right? Pro staff? Yeah, just, it has one sticker. It says pro staff. One one sticker to cover, cover all of them. You know, so I don't have to cover up my back window with stickers. I all can right. still see out of it. So so how is the uh, sticker game going for the careless Ethiopian? Uh, it's good. We've had some developments. I caught up with uh, modern technology. Yeah? Uh, cool. Yes. No more so. self-addressed stamped envelope, S-A-S-E. Yeah, I was, yeah. somebody commented today, what's an envelope? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, inappropriate. Well, that, so now, uh, I thought that was now, an email, an envelope mail. Yeah, no? Right. No, no. So uh, now we can Venmo for stickers. They're a buck a piece. A little plug. Thanks oh, for plugging smart. Yeah, yeah, uh, A buck a piece, but if you Venmo, you have to add a buck for shipping, shipping. and handling right and handling yeah that's a, an envelope and a stamp and me scribbling your name and address on it that sounds like a pretty good deal that's a decent deal yeah i think yeah. so so uh um, so. you know your stickers are um exactly what do they say again i'm a huge fucking fly fisherman all right well would you would you be surprised if i told you that your sticker has actually inspired someone to come up with a another sticker um same kind of concept black sticker white lettering just your basic sticker and ted mcgreasy <laughs> showed up today with a big thick stack of brand new stickers 
and I haven't laughed that hard in a long fucking time. So, so Ted is reaching for those of you that are. He uh, grabbed him somehow with doing that weird thumb. Theater of the mind. He kind of palmed him. And 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 this is going to be the first time that Mark Zyga sees them. Correct. And Mark's going to read it out loud upon presentation. Without trying to laugh. Without further ado, the newest best sticker that you could possibly have on your forerunner is <laughs> boys here. Do you double haul? Or excuse me, do you even double haul, bro? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good Mm -hmm. that's good yes i feel like the comma makes it sound really canadian yeah so i mean even double hall do you even double hall bro bro well it's authoritative because it's proper grammar in english yeah thank you the fact that you can appreciate this thank you very much yeah i dig that so the next question is why do dudes that have weird thumbs come up with good stickers. Good stickers. <laughs> like, can regular thumb guys not have a future in the cut it I don't know. I don't know. I've been more wondering why guys with Amish beards are good at fiberglass. Oh, Christ. Mm. That brain damage, probably. <laughs> All that dust. It's good. <laughs> Living too good. Yeah. So well, that that's a great sticker. I hope uh, <laughs> I hope we can trade. Oh, I bet I bet Ted could work out a trade with you for sure. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, your six-hour voyage to the north, up to uh, how, how, would, how would it be? Because if if Colorado is Wyoming's Mexico, did you did you <laughs> actually go to America? America. <laughs> That's right. Went over the border, man. It just drove right across. But it was uh, it was a fun time. Um, some things happened. Uh, I'm not I'm not the great storyteller that some of you guys are, but I could I could try to spit a couple things out. If Let's you hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Um, so spur of the moment thing took off to meet a whole bunch of people there was probably like a dozen or so people up on the river for a few days uh i didn't take my boat which was good because i could just haul ass without it so i had a six hour drive left here at like 7 30 got there pulled into the campground at 1 30 i knew where they were all camped so i knew what to look for and everything i was a little road weary maybe had a beer on the last dirt road and then uh, pulling to camp, looking for a camper, a couple trucks, and the right boats. Like, I've seen all these, most of these people before. I know what I'm looking for. Okay, so, so my question to you at this point, is this anywhere near where I've been with you before? No. Okay, because, uh-huh. like, when you said, like, off on a dirt road, you know, you know what you're looking for. Um, you know, when you and I did our trip up to Cody, um we, we didn't quite make it to Cody the first day, and uh, we stopped in Thermopolis because um, right. we thought that folks were going to come meet us and we were going to float the Wind River Canyon. But then right. that changed, and they're like, oh, no, 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 we're actually, brah, 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 we're doing this. So you and I actually went to Notellum, and I, I'll be honest with you, when we did that, we went like off the asphalt and 
many turns on dirt roads. So are we kind of like in the same kind of neck of the woods kind of? Not, not at all. Not at all. No. Same no. kind of feel to it? No, completely. No. It's not. It's not in the mountains. It's wide open. Okay. Uh, and there's like a, a road with a couple turns off of it. No, it wasn't like that at all. Sorry okay. to ruin your. your no, 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 no. I'm just. I'm just trying to. <laughs> no, I'm just, just picture, trying to just picture this. Flat sagebrush. Flat sagebrush at night with a whole lot of jackrabbits running around um, out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, and then you know there's a trout trout river out there somewhere. So. I roll into camp, find my people, everyone's asleep. I was hoping somebody would be up, but everyone's asleep. So I parked kind of over near this guy's truck, and and uh, I'd been on the road. I wasn't ready to go right to sleep, so I stayed up, had a beer. I just kind of hung out in my car, maybe got out to take a leak or something. And I'm going to turn this off. I'm professional. Hey, can you use your thumb and hit the buttons on the side? Sorry, yeah, trouble. <laughs> so I go to, I go to sleep. Wake up the next morning, get out to take a leak. There's this guy, like, making coffee or something. It was still pretty early. I wasn't really ready well, you're to in get Colorado, up. So was, was, it like, was it like the awkward moment where you're, like, dick in hand, you're, like, peeing, and you happen to see, like, movement, you, like, look over, he looks over at you, and you're like, oh, hey, good morning. No, it was okay. I was being What's discreet. Up? Oh, you were being discreet. God. Okay, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of foggy out. Because so I'm telling you, it, if yeah. if somebody sees a penis with that kind of thumb on it, it's like <laughs> fucking terrible. Break the internet. <laughs> the dick doesn't matter, but the right. thumb's fine. That's right. You don't like, get a dick. You know what I mean? No <laughs> oh, God. So I see this guy. I don't recognize him. I figure it's just one of the group that I don't know. So I'm like, hey, man, good morning. And I was like, hey, morning. And I crawl back in the, in the car for another hour or so. And then I hear some noise and people running around. I'm, I'm sitting up, like putting my pants on in my car and stuff. And I start looking around. I'm like, that's not the right camper. That's not the right boat. That's not the right truck. I'm 10 fucking feet from this guy's truck. And I've been like idling. All my, I mean, for a while. Anyway, so I get out and I talk to him. And I'm like, "Hey, are you with Dibs's group?" He's like, "No, man." And I'm like, "Oh shit! I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to be right over there." He didn't give a shit. <laughs> he's he's just like, "Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> no big deal." I was so close to him. I felt like such an asshole. And he was sleeping in the open bed of his truck. I found out, and I'm just like making all this noise at 1:30 in the morning, ten fucking feet away. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. <laughs> He, he never said a word, so I don't know who that guy was, but he was a fucking Solid good dude. sport. Yeah. Good sport, good sport. I should have given him a sticker, but I never saw him again. Did you shake his hand? <laughs> so that was a that was a pretty fun way to start the trip. So, um, wow. Then I uh, I had we had a uh, we had a, we had a confrontation on the river. What what what? Ooh, those are always fun stories. Almost right? almost like a little skiff confrontation. <laughs> I don't know. It was get uh, off my flat, bro. No, no, not exactly. But it was it was interesting. It involved the great controversy of red raping. Oh, <laughs> oh it was, yeah, it was fucking hilarious, dude. So wow, we did this stretch twice in one day, and the first and and it's um it was springtime. Uh, it's the rainbows were definitely spawning. There was a lot of reds around. Uh-huh. So 
we had floated through this one big flat and there was it was just a huge massive red complex just you know 100 yards long 200 feet wide and we knew that it, it was coming up and on our on our we came across it on our first float and then immediately after we got off of it there was this big huge deep trough run that was uh looked sweet and we pulled over and we caught some fish out of the run below the red not on the red so on our second pass back through <laughs> okay so the important Debbie trophy the, fish the important detail is in this in this run that's below the red were you guys fishing beads mm-hmm. I was fishing a, a yarn egg fly. Oh, uh, yeah, you were. I was catching whitefish, and I was happy. Did you have a bobicator on? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, this is a nymphing story. Fucking this keeping it real. Story. Yeah, this is, and it was like a, the, I do a thing called the big egg, and it's a, it's a really fucking big egg. It's a piece of power bait. That, it's a fly. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway... We had caught some whitefish out of this run, and we were going to go do the same thing on the second lap. And as we're coming down the river, we're, I don't know, a quarter mile upstream, coming around this corner, and, and, it, and it comes into view. We're on the left side of the river, just doing our route down, because everything was on the left side. This car pulls up. I think it was like a Land Cruiser or something, but it was pretty pretty awesome. He had a snorkel and a big roof rack with a whole bunch of fucking shit. I didn't see any black tubes, wheels, but black you know, wheels. definitely black wheels. Right. I didn't catch the fucking license plate either, but I would almost guarantee it was green. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're coming around the corner. These guys pull up and like jump out of the fucking car. Two of them kind of wade into the river. The other guy almost is basically running across the river and he goes across these kind of rocky area, and he starts walking across the red. We're running. Like, dude, he's tr- he's trying to beat us to this fucking spot. But he wasn't going to the hole that we were fishing. He ran across the red right into our line. We're like 100 yards upstream now, so it's pretty fucking obvious where we're going. And he goes over to the far side and starts, you know, nymphing away at some fish or something. He's He ran across the red and is standing on the red fishing right in our line so at that point you know sure we'll yield to wade fishermen of course but this guy's just being an idiot and it was either run him over or move over there and run his buddies over they all just showed up in front of us so we got pretty close to him because we didn't have a choice and we're going right behind him like pretty close to him i don't know 20 feet away from him but he's fishing out this way and we're behind him so no big deal and as we get past him he turns around he's like yeah yeah i guess that's cool yeah, I guess that's cool. You guys are in a boat and shit. And Lando, Lando's rowing, and he's like, get off the fucking red and stop fishing the fucking red. And the guy fires back, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fishing the red. I'm not. There was some, There was some back and forth for a little bit, and the guy's like, I got your boat number, man. And there's no fucking boat number on Lando's boat. It doesn't have to be registered, so I don't know what that means. So we're floating down. Now we're getting into the hole. And he's, you know, 100 feet away from us. And I had on a nymph rig. And so I, you know, lob it out there in the hole. And I could tell Lando's, you know, slowing down a lot. Like, he really wants me to fish this well. And I'm like, you know, make a couple casts. 
and um, I didn't have enough weight. So I'm like, Lando, I got to stop and put another split shot on. Whatever. That takes 20 seconds. I do it. And Lando's fucking back rowing like mad. I can tell Lando really, really wants me to catch a fish right now. Like, right in front of this guy. Right. And I think everyone was feeling the same thing. <laughs> so I make another cast. Boom. Hook up. White fish. We make a pretty big fucking show about landing it and taking a bunch of pictures of it and hooting and hollering. So we're 100 feet away from this guy. And we could just, you know, we could fucking feel the, the fumes coming off of him. No, we were in a big posse of like five boats. A couple other of our boats had come down and they had no choice but to go right behind him. So we're releasing the fish and the guy just like stomps back across the red beelining for the other side of the river where his car was grabs up his other two buddies and just goes back to his car and we see him fucking like waving his hands all this shit we couldn't hear what he was saying but uh another one of one of the boats in our group went by and they told us later that he was talking about how he couldn't believe that guide would do that shit in front of his clients and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we told lando we weren't going to tip him that day because he didn't show us good etiquette but uh so the first encounter of the, in the story I told, that guy was cool. The second one, that guy, fuck you. You're a dick. So, <laughs> <laughs> and Loser. we caught some fish, and we caught some fish, and that was kind of the the highlight of the highlights of that trip. So were there any ass hooked whiteys on this adventure? You know, I don't know if we ass hooked a whitey. I mean, it does seem like it, we should for it to be proper. Yeah, no we, kidding. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We, we probably ass hooked a trout. Actually, I'm fairly certain we did. No, whiteys were clean, man. And I caught a great big one. I caught a 19-inch whitefish. Holy for me is a, smokes. It's a big whitefish. That man. is. We actually measured it. I mean, that, was, that we measured that one. Um, so that was that fish for me was the highlight. And then a few other real nice fish were caught. Uh, streamers, nymphs, no dries. Uh, so, but it was still early season. Well, it's pretty rad that you guys are still having a good time getting out, uh, shaking it up, defending the Reds, educating some people. Um, <laughs> tell me something. It is May, right? And May fifth? Well, actually, Fourth. not quite the fifth yet. It's it's uh, Star Trek Fourth. Day. Oh, that's right. The Force is with us, and um, I noticed that. Uh, was it yesterday that yeah, yesterday. Uh, you had a little interruption in the power grid there in the yeah. valley? Yeah, it started it the night before. May 3rd, May 2nd was when it started. You guys are still getting snow? It, are, oh, do you, big time. Do you have snow in the yeah. front yard now? Uh, and most of it melted. Really? Uh, so, yeah. It's it so amazing to me. Like you, on, on your Instagram... I'll watch, and you're like, you know, we've got 18 inches of fucking snow, and I'll talk to you the following day, and you're like, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, that's that's more springtime patterns. You know, in the in the wintertime, it's it's there all, all Forever. Yeah. yeah, but springtime, you know, it melted out early, and then it's just so warm, you know, it's like 34 degrees or something. <laughs> so no, warm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's warm. That's, that's above freezing. That's above that freezing seems... on the Fahrenheit scale. Well... Yeah. So Which, if we got like, so, we got so like what would that be? What would that be? Ten? That'd be like in two metric? degrees Celsius. In metric. In metric. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what was the conversion? What's that in, in Florida? <laughs> that's fucking cold. Cold. <laughs> cold. That's what record. That is. Record cold. Yeah. The iguanas start freezing about at forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you guys know what? 
Speaking of things uh, tropical getting cold, my mangroves are doing fucking awesome. Are they really? Oh, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I have. Uh, I think the last mangrove update I saw, Gregory had like some really good commentary on how the mangroves were doing. But uh, you've been slacking lately, man. Been what? You've slacking been slacking on the updates. Yeah, on the okay. updates. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, Carl's getting all the grill love, and the mangroves right, are getting right. shit. Right. No, that's right. Just, I should marry the two now that uh, now that it's nice weather out. I can take the mangroves outside for some grilling. Oh right. wow! Yeah, uh, burning, burning meats yeah. in front of the groves, man. <laughs> yeah. Life's good. Yeah. Keep them close because thirty degrees is not going to cut it. Right. Keep no, them close no, to no, the grill. No, no. It close. got it got up to almost sixty today. So Jesus, that's that's still, t-shirt still not weather. close enough. Not good no, enough. That's, that's t-shirt weather for sure. So uh, wanna... you've got uh, a little bit of uh, humidity in your future, I believe. Oh, counting down the days, counting down. Ben's it's like world. prime time right now. Yeah, Ben, you better Good. you better get down here. Don't or, fucking say that because then it'll be shitty. When you're, I get no, down. you're gonna, it, it, no, it'll be shitty all the time. All right, go <laughs> ahead and be ready for this one. You should have been here yesterday. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that a couple times. I've said that many times. <laughs> uh, we're inside of two weeks. I think I'm like ten days out. Getting pretty fucking stoked on it. Yeah, you should be pretty good, man. It's it's uh, I'll probably be about pretty down much there. firing yeah. down there. I mean, it's been firing it's all month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm not taking any tackle, so I can be uh, in. I can be guy incognito in the airport, so nobody knows I'm a huge fly fisherman. No, except but, for the sticker. Uh, it's especially where you're headed, man. I, I hope you got that double haul down. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working on the working on the triple uh, mm-hmm. triple haul. We'll see. I think it exists. All right, well, um, dude, thanks for uh, checking in with us with your uh, gimpy thumbs and all. It, it was it was a pleasure here. I hope you feel better. I oh, mean, thanks. your thumbs and thanks, shit. Thanks, Carl. Thumbs and shit. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, hopefully we'll um, talk before you get down to you know marathon. But uh, if not, good luck, Brad. All right, thanks, guys. All right, good man. To talk right. To you guys. Good right, talking at you. Later. We will touch base with you soon. Thanks, right. Ben. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Later. Bye. So uh, it's always nice to hear from the old uh, careless Ethiopian. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So um, so we've got what's what Canada an Instagram name. We have Canada. We've got Colorado. Colorado. Florida. Florida. And wherever you guys are from. Alaska. Alaska. Some Alaska. Little Alaska. Yeah. Right. And Florida. Represented here this evening. That's right. That's pretty nice. Yes. So, uh, Ted is uh, in town for business. And uh, he was able to... Uh, Sneak over here to Oak Hill for the evening, afternoon actually, oh, the yeah. evening, oh, yeah. and uh, we were able to get out and chase uh, some redfish this afternoon, yeah? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was that was pretty time, cool, because, uh, you know, we're all hanging out on the dock like we usually do. Uh, we went out before, we went out with Mark, and then yeah. we came back to the dock kind of drinking beers, and they're like, all right, Ted's here, all right, let's go <laughs> catch a fish, we'll be back in an hour, and like, no shit, you guys caught a fish, and we're back in an hour. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. Just to be able to do that. Um, well, you know, it, it was um, that 
And the wind picked up too, which was remarkable. It, it was definitely windy. Um, we just happened to be blessed with the right tide for that time of day, like the outgoing tide, late afternoon, springtime bite yeah, is really like nice. super, like, I hate to say it, but it's a super easy, like, equation to solve. So we hopped in the boat, zipped over, and literally pulled in, shut down on a shoreline. As you said, we had been hanging out at the boat ramp, having a few beers, so. Feeling good. I may have pulled 100 yards and i was like gotta run the bilge so i turned around was running the bilge and over my shoulder i hear ted say uh tail 12 o'clock and i'm like <coughs> trying to put stuff away and turn around and lo and behold there's a fish tailing at 12 o'clock uh, nice. and it just never stopped after that it yeah, was pretty pretty awesome. nice a lot of spooky fish out too yeah yeah, yeah for like sure big blow-ups and like disappearing eggs now ted knew that uh he was gonna you know come over and fish and he of course made sure that he didn't bring any polarized sunglasses with him of course um, <laughs> i mean why would you need those here it's tough to get those of any Canada. place so yeah. the the actually you got a rat hole em. the rad thing was the fish obliged by tailing we had belly crawlers um you know, they were doing their able best to make sure that uh, Ted had a, yeah. a really good shot at, yeah, at putting nice. the fish in the boat. We had a few good shots. Yeah. A few good shots today. Um, you know, uh, I'd, I'd never seen, I mean, I've been here, like I've been coming here to for about 10 years now with my in-laws and my family and stuff. Yeah. And I'd never seen tailing redfish in the lagoon. So for really? me, the first time, yeah, I swear to you. Wow. And, uh, you know, part of that, I think, is, I mean, you guys have discussed it on the on the podcast a few times about, like, you know, changing water and the changing habitat here and stuff like that. And, you yeah. know, I think I kind of came at probably around the worst time of that. And, um, yeah, I mean, today was the first time that I'd seen tailing redfish the way that i did and like literally it was just an amazing sight to see and you know when you see it for the first time it's like really something that you go wow holy shit that's what that is you know yeah hit the shaky hands yeah, yeah it freaks you out yeah. a little bit yeah yeah i mean it's pretty rad yeah well, yeah absolutely absolutely um you know took a couple shots you know tried out the double haul <laughs> <laughs> so how did you I guys yeah. get linked up have you been on the podcast before? No, this is my first time actually. So I mean, I uh, so he used to listen to the old podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, fad. Yeah, fad. Fad. <laughs> fad. <laughs> fad. And um, he had reached out um, and said, "Hey, I'm actually, you know, looking at getting a new rod and just wondering what I should get." And he got some actually decent advice. Um, Go and cast a few rods, figure out what works best for you. So he had done that. He actually went to a shop out in It was Chicago. In, I went in to the Orvis, yeah, Orvis store in Chicago right on Michigan Avenue. And the guy brought me, this guy by the name of John, brought me into the back alley. Uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not going to go the way that you think it did. Brought me into the back alley. Oh, and and uh, said, I, I've seen those thumbs before. <laughs> yeah. right. I need to <laughs> John and uh, he had me casting out on Michigan Avenue, man. It was uh, it was huh? pretty cool. You know, middle of the day, one o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, um, and uh, you know, gave me some really good advice. And uh, I sat on it, and then a week later, I was back in Chicago, and I 
just you know bought a setup man i bought an outfit and uh so so ted ends up getting a hold of me through my website and uh he says hey i'd like to get some lessons and i said sure no problem and he said i'm i'm staying in new smyrna beach over the summer and i said not a problem let's do a couple lessons just you know beside the pond and i said do you know how to double haul and he was like "Eh, not really i said no worries we'll work on it so i think if memory serves me correct the very first time ted came over to do a lesson he showed up and he had his brand spanking new orvis rod his whole setup and i said perfect let's go out here We'll, we'll use your rod and i had ted show me what he was capable of to begin with and at some point i said let me see the rod let me show you let me demonstrate you know what we're what, going what, for. what what we're yeah. what the desired result is and maybe two three cast in load the rod up start my forward stroke and his rod folds in half really yeah, yeah. dude and i was snapped. like oh shit what was it um Fly must have just like clipped it at one of the ferals, and it just like literally folded in oh, half. What kind of rod? Like, it was uh, clear water. Clear water. Clear water. Yeah. Oh. So um, I was like, okay, don't worry about it. I've got some rods at the house, so I came back and I had a brand new rod that I, I said, here, use this. Definitely tell the Orvis folks that yeah. your rod broke. Your shit just, just exploded. And and they replaced it. Super yeah, super good. Literally you know, warranty experience. Right. Walked into the store and the guy just gave me a new one. And I was like, here you go, dude. Shit, man. You're yeah. casting so fast it blew the shit up. <laughs> blew, yeah. <laughs> and so we get back after it. And uh, I think we did maybe two, at the most three, like pond lessons. Yeah. And he was getting it dialed in. And the next step was, hey, let's hit the water. And uh, so casting in grass. And casting in a pond is a lot different. Like oh, for you sure. Get, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I hate putting somebody, like, just casting on the grass. I want you to, like, feel the water, help load the line. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, you're, it, it's completely, you know, you're not going to go cast over grass to go catch your first fish. Yeah. Right? Most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we, we end up going out, and it was post Irma, was it? No. It was post Irma, yeah. Yeah, it was post Irma. Yeah, so really? Was Water was super, yeah. super, super high. Yeah. And um, we we went to a uh, an area that I knew typically would hold redfish, but we probably had 18 inches of water more than you would normally have. Yeah, it was insane. So there was um, a mangrove shoreline that would normally be like a mangrove shoreline, and this was like Flood mangrove flooded and lo and behold there were like all these fucking nice redfish holding under the roots and he put it all together put a cast on him and uh, got his first redfish nice, on fly nice, so nice and uh That's awesome yeah it was exciting and today was your second yeah so i mean we had a we had a couple of eats the last time and uh you know this time a couple of eats as well but uh only landed one and yeah. uh yeah no it was uh definitely puts it in perspective how um 
spooky these fish are, how yeah. difficult it is to navigate, you know, casting, putting it in front of them, and, you know, bringing it in. And well, yeah, if you learn on these yeah. fish, I mean, imagine going somewhere else and doing it. Louisiana. Yeah, that's it. Well, We, we could blindfold you, know. you in Louisiana, and you'd still catch fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do, you, uh, do you fish up there in the Great White North? Uh, yeah, so actually where I live, uh, I'm, like, basically right in the heart of the St. Lawrence River, and... Um, just uh, right adjacent to us is uh, Lake St. Louis, which is a tributary. I mean, flows down the the St. Lawrence River, and you have it uh, coming out of Lake Ontario. And uh, Lake Ontario holds some uh, pretty pretty big fish. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, landlocked salmon, musky pike, uh, trout, lake trout, that kind of stuff. And Lake St. Louis actually has some pretty world class musky fishing. And uh, you know, there it's it, it's an easy place that you could bring in a world record size musky. Not knocking anything going on in Wisconsin because I know a lot of people probably hold that to heart. And, right. Uh, you know, but there there are some pretty big fish. And luckily, where Montreal is, we're really close to places like Lake Champlain, uh, which holds a lot of really nice fish. As and well. a monster. Yeah, and a monster. And Champy. A monster. Champy. 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 Yeah. yeah. Lake Placid as well. That's another monster too. Mm-hmm. Giant, mm-hmm. giant gator. If you, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you remember the movie, yeah. never forget. Yeah, uh, never. <laughs> um, we have a Lake Placid here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Lake Placid. And then, do you know uh, how clear Lake Placid dude, is it's, here? It's all spring it's like fled. Cri- Christ- yeah. Spring fled. Fed. Yeah. Fed. Yeah. A little tired, a little drunk, yeah, a little full. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but uh, I'm really lucky where I live, and uh, a lot yeah. of the people that live there too. But nobody's really navigating the waters on the St. Lawrence. I mean, that I know of, or that I've you're, seen. You're going to be navigating those waters pretty I soon, am. aren't you? I am. Well, people do navigate them. Navigating the ice right now. Yeah. No, no there's no. No, 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 no. No, but nobody's out there with a fly rod. Everybody's fishing conventional tackle, and it's like huh. I'm going to be like one of those first guys out on the river with a fly rod, you know, trying to hack away with my shitty double haul and uh mm-hmm. you know hopefully at least you're doing in. it you know yeah. what i mean shitty yeah. haul is better than no haul yeah right. but you're actually getting on the water at that 10k skiff level right yeah uh so uh you know i'd been kicking the can on you know oh. looking at an entry-level boat and then you know i heard you guys talking about that entry-level skiff, uh, you know, around the 10 to 20K mark. And uh, I'd been mulling over a um, an Ancona shadow cast. And uh-huh. I was between the 18 and the 16. And just listening to you guys the next day, I actually pulled the trigger on the 16. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, going to get set up and be able to bring that boat down here, down drive here. it down here with... Uh, now, you will have Canadian emissions on that outboard, <laughs> correct? <laughs> yes, correct. All right. Um, but yeah. So does it run on ham or? Uh, no, I think Canadian it runs bacon. on Canadian bacon. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Bacon grease. Yeah. <laughs> Diff- totally different. Uh, so what no, kind of but... fucked up lie is that? What? The well, ham? Who decided we're going to call it Canadian bacon? It's our it was, fault. It was John Candy. This. Yeah, we did this Come to ourselves. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, it's literally the same thing, ham and Canadian it's bacon. Circular. It's circular. So if you well, go into I mean, a restaurant. Only if you cut it that way. Um, it's smoked, it usually, and then it's cut, and then smoked circular, and yeah. So if you go into a restaurant in Canada and get like bacon and eggs, no, hold on. Is it bacon? bacon, You you get strips of bacon, like just like here. You get strips of bacon, just like here. So if you go to McDonald's and get the uh, bacon and cheese. You no, get it's it. the egg McMuffin. Is that a Montreal thing or is you, that a Canadian? No, that's a Canada thing. Canada wide. Everybody has ham. It comes with ham. It doesn't come with a slice of Canadian bacon. The egg McMuffin comes with ham. 
But it's Fucking Canadian right. bacon. No, it's ham, dude. Does it say ham on the McDonald's deal? Ham McMuffin. Yeah. So. It, well, it's a ham egg McMuffin. I mean, ham everybody. McMuffin. Yeah. Jesus. It's a McMuffin with Canadian I feel like bacon. the carpet has been yanked out from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they just call them Egg McMuffins, but it's with ham. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Why can't they just be proud of it? No, I know. I I almost think that it's like, we're not going to acknowledge Canadian bacon because those fucking Yanks came up with it. That's what it's all about. Right. Do you have like American something? Do I what? Have like American something. Oh, yeah. What's the Um, the flip side? Your version of ours. Do you call them like American fries? Versus French fries or some bullshit? No, you. Uh, <laughs> some freedom bullshit. fries. Those are freedom fries. <laughs> freedom fries. <laughs> freedom fries. Um, um, no, like French, I mean, Canadian I'm, fries. Like, there's some weird things, really, that we kind of just sort so, of laugh about. You know let, what I mean? Tell us what you laugh about about Americans. Let's let's hear a oh, good. Yeah. Paint, a picture, hear. paint a picture of what an American looks like to a Canadian. Um, well, okay, so where, I mean, where I live, it's kind of like a weird space, you know, you have uh, Champlain, New York, and there's some, uh, Plattsburgh, New York, which is upstate New York, and it's kind of funny walking around there and not knocking anybody who lives there who's, who's reasonable and looks like a normal person, but there are some very interesting people that navigate the Walmart or Target, um, in And what my Canadian friends talk about are war pigs. What? <laughs> war pigs. Can you please define war pig? It's a female. <laughs> okay. It looks like a pig. Dude, I've never That's seen... been to war. I've never seen <laughs> so many, like, pajama pants in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Like, now, is so there a difference like, between different. War pajama pants and, and yoga pants? Oh, no, no, no. Like, pajama pants. I'm talking, like, these, like, plaid, like, fucking flags. That, like, really? Wear, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, to paint a picture, they're pretty normal people, with the exception of maybe like the people, people of Walmart, <laughs> except for they live in Canada. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I mean, really, it's uh, it's broads with beards. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that like other broads with beards, right? So, so it's kind of like a weird dynamic. You know, I mean, that's cool. Like, don't discriminate whatsoever. You know, we're pretty. Uh, Inclusive are you community. Well, are you yeah. patriotic? Um, you know, I am proud to be Canadian. Not gonna lie, but you know, I'm just also like to the extent of like American patriotism. No, definitely not. So, uh, you know, first time that I saw a dude wearing like America pants with an America fanny pack and hell like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's not America. real. Nobody to wear yes, them. I was I was being like amazed. In, me in thirty really years. Amazed. I was really amazed to see that because I mean, like back home, nobody dresses up like that. I no mean, one on wears Canada, a flag. On Canada Day, we fill up a cooler full like caps, Molson, cores. No, it's a Molson. No, Labatt. nobody drink. Yeah, Labatt. nobody. Okay. Nobody fucks with that. No, nobody fucks with that. There's no. Well, hang no on Labatt's? a second. Whoa, oh, wait. Yeah, there are. We drink like Labatt. Like eight point ones, nine point ones, ten point ones. You guys don't get that. Those are the real drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Ten ones. I mean, like growing up, you yeah. drink forties in the park with your boys, and you'd be drinking like ten ones, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this, okay? So, the Canadian Football League, right? CFL. CFL used to have an American team. Actually, they were out of Las Vegas. So when <laughs> when there's a Probably game, when there's a CFL game. Does like the Canadian Air Force do like flyovers? Like, I'm talking patriotism. No, I get, I get it. No, they, um, they do it for like season openers and stuff like that. So the Montreal Alouettes opened up last season. Listen, Alouettes, Alouette, Alouette. Well, actually, you know what? There's a lot of 
Um, it's a bird. Uh, but um, it's a bird, but I think it's also a ballet move. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's a pirouette. It's a pirouette. <laughs> What's the song I'm singing? Uh, That's true. Let's stay. Yeah. It's yeah. something about learning French. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but the, they, the Canadian Air Force did a flyover of, like, the stadium. And, I mean, it's a small stadium compared to, like, what you guys have here in the States. I mean, it's only, like, a 30,000-person stadium. But, oh, it's so like it's a high old, school. Well, it's an old XFL okay, stadium. Yeah, we don't have the XFL. Um, <laughs> it's a used XFL stadium. Yeah. So, um, RIP Vince McMahon. The Air Force does a flyover, and the whole like neighborhood that's like adjacent to the stadium, like called the city and complained. Called the Mounties. They call <laughs> the Mounties. Yeah, the RCMP. Show. Are Mounties real? Are they a real thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. RCMP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. RCMP is. is do they a real all thing. ride horses, or do they have? Um, oh yeah, RCMP. No, so yeah. actually, I mean, they definitely don't all ride horses. I'm sure most of them are pretty well trained. To ride a horse, you know, in their traditional ceremony, and yeah. some of them are well trained to drive a car or walk. Yeah, <laughs> is there a lot of maple trees? Um, there are a lot of maple trees. Do you eat maple syrup with everything? Um, not with everything. I would but say I Canadian bacon eat, is probably maple beef. Well, I would I, maple I, I bacon. I do eat my ham with maple syrup. You never um, answer a question about sick. what's the American. What? You're fucking sick. It's, it's fucking this is over. Maple syrup on your eggs? Have you ever had that? What the fuck? Accidentally. Now shit's getting weird. Accidentally. And, and yeah. was it yeah, delicious? Yeah. It, was it was okay. Yeah. Tolerable. Right. Tolerable. It ran over good, from good. the pancakes. Yeah. And you were like, fuck <laughs> it. Because you're hungover on the Molson <laughs> so, 10.1. I'm like, will you get me some fucking Canadian bacon so I can damn this shit up? So right. Get on my yeah. eggs? <laughs> so but, growing up, we used to drink uh, so many 40s like as kids, and we'd hang out. Like at one point, uh, my friends and I, we started building this 40 wall. And uh, we had so many 40, 40 wall. Yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm going to show you guys a picture in a second. Fucking but right. We had. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, you are. Carl, <laughs> Carl is ready to I'm move. I'm demanding. So that's, that's not real. I swear to Give you. This. this is my friend Brandon, okay? And so we're looking at like basically a meme. There's a meme, a Canadian no, meme. No, no, no. So Brandon, <laughs> Brandon I can't trust that. Is actually like um, a PhD in physics and electrical engineering. I'm and sure his this parents guy, are proud no, of what he's done with this degree. I'm telling you, this is that from a Canadian this university? This is from my friend Ian and Lawrence's apartment, and there's there's about a thousand forties there that were just like days of just like showing up, hanging out at the apartment, and just drinking forties, drinking with a purpose. And the m- majority of those are Labatt Blue. Uh, dry, 7.1, 8.1, 9.1, and 10.1. So I take it Labatt Le- is like the Yangling. No, dude. Well, Labatt's not the Yangling. No, no. Labatt, they sponsored the that Blue is a Jays. Miracle. The Toronto Blue Jays. That's insane. Oh, so for the, sure. There was a lot of Labatts so, in Dunedin, Florida. Do you Florida. have Canadian shows? Like, what's the... What's the? What do you mean? Oh Canadian yeah, like, shows? like Canadian like, TV. Well, like, okay. So, um, do, is there like, yeah, like I mean, Canadian like, network TV? Yeah, um, there is CNT. Um, we, we don't live in a fucking igloo, like with no like. <laughs> but do they rate their? Well, oh, I mean, we this know is education hour. This we, is no, we know that you're our friends to the north, but we're just trying to get to know our There's friends. There's more Canadians here than yeah. there are there. So yeah. what? <laughs> we, we do have tv in canada um it does exist yeah we do have interwebs it is high speed uh, oh okay so I, mean, over I, think we dished, I think we dished the dial up in 1996 oh. congratulations 
thank you. Thank so, I, I didn't. So will the suicide rate go up tremendously when a bunch of hillbillies in Nashville eliminate Winnipeg from the NHL? So that's that, that's kind of a, a little bit of a terrible joke, and I'll tell you why. Because Manitoba, Cause so actually, many Manitoba. Manitoba, Manitoba has Manitoba. actually a, a really high suicide rate. Because oh, it's so, so dark job, and cold and shitty. No, no, no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of problems in a lot of, of the of the central provinces in Canada that... Um, you it's know, probably uh, cold. Probably, yeah. number one, they're Canadian. <laughs> it's probably cold it's and dark sadness. dark most of the year, right? And darkness. Um, no, I mean, when you're, like, kind of, like, central North America, it's not that dark most of the year. It's normal. Sun goes up and sun goes down. I mean, it's not like you're living in Alaska. Well, but it's pretty cold. much or the Yukon or the Yukon. I mean, it's. I mean, you guys are substantially lower on that sort of plane of oh, light. very much. Yeah. yeah, we're almost in Cuba. We're pretty. Much, we're <laughs> northern Cuba. North yes, Cuba. yes, you are. <laughs> northern Cuba. Right. Uh, no, I mean, uh, winter kind of sucks because your daylight's only like six hours, seven hours where I am. But uh, yeah. Oh what? Huh? You have six or seven hours. Of daylight. Of daylight. Of daylight. During the winter. Of like, you know, the sun, like, actually being, yeah, during the winter. Can you imagine that? The yellow thing in the sky you're comes not that, up. Yeah, you're not that, you're not that far up. Well, oh, we know. He's way so, up there. So, sun will, sun will come up. Is, are you north of, where's Manitoba? Manitoba is, is central Canada. Yeah, like, okay. above, like, South Dakota? Um, north Dakota. It's like, no, probably more above where Minnesota might be. Um, oh, so is it east farther of north of you or no? Uh, well, Manitoba is Manitoba like, like west. It's it's in line. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, fun fact for you: Minneapolis is further north than Montreal is. Yes. Um, and so we're not like I mean, southern Quebec, where I live, is is you know fairly mm-hmm. south comparative to some of the northern like cities in 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 the U.S. Um, but uh, yeah, so Manitoba kind of sits. What do they get? Like five or six hours of daylight? Um, I mean, how it I, dude, I don't know because I don't live in Manitoba. <laughs> but that's why everybody's icing themselves. I mean, in Fairbanks, well, we had an average of three hours. No way. I'm not with it. That's it. I can't fuck with that. And it would just crest the horizon. Yeah. Fuck no. That. Wow. Yeah. They have I mean, like in a the party, winter, right? The winter, like the Alaska. sun kind of stays <laughs> up like at like a forty-five degree angle. So I mean, like yeah. we'll get like from the time that the sun is like fully out, like a good seven hours. So I mean, from like basically eight a.m. sunrise to like three thirty sunset, four four p.m. sunset. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's super depressing. Like end of January. Like I can't imagine living further north where you get like fucking a teaser of an hour of like just yeah. a crest of light. Like I couldn't. Yeah, a buddy of mine uh, living in Norway, fucking like no daylight for a fucking month. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's insane, what was that movie yeah. with all the vampires? Uh, 30, days, 30 days a night, yeah. something like something that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So is it kind of like a shell shock coming from there to here immediately on a plane? Uh, no. No? No. We, we live in the Western world. No, no, I, mean, I like get that, but like climate-wise. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like oh, like, oh, like midwinter to yeah, like yeah, coming here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it can be certainly, and and we go on vacation like normal people. So, I mean, come like Christmas <laughs> like, holidays. What do you mean, our Canadians not normal people? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much aliens. You know, I mean, uh, what do you mean normal people? Well, vacation okay. lasts six months. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have a lot of snowbirds that come down to Florida. I mean, which you know, which you hate driving behind. You know, as you express only when you're trying to take a right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of people that travel south for the winter, and um, 
I see a lot why. of people do take vacations. And so they don't ice themselves in Manitoba. Are you talking about that, like, ice, like, with Smirnoff ice? No, ice not yourself, ice or, like, I don't, I mean, I don't like get that, fucking, like, like, hang yourself in your garage oh, or basement oh, or whatever oh, you fucking Commit suicide. It's a very real problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. Call it ice? Maybe yeah, something a little ice more. Yourself. Maybe I should call it something nicer. Uh, anyway, Canada, yeah. suicide rate aside from the central provinces, is a pretty nice place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I like Canada. Yeah, Just I, don't I, get too far into the middle. Are, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Montreal. It's the only place I've been in Canada. But I love Canadian money. Loonies, toonies. Loonies, toonies. Well, yeah, and you know what? Anybody looking to go like to a place on vacation from the States should consider going somewhere in Canada. And, like, all jokes aside, like, you know, we're really lucky because, you know, we'll have pretty well, relatively densely with populated... The rate, with the suicide well, rate like that, you're still alive. Well, Hell, relatively, yeah, densi- relatively densely populated cities for Fuck. what they are, and you're then, like, immediately outside of the cities, you have, like, wilderness. tons and terrible. tons yeah. of wilderness. I actually terrible have joke. camped as a kid. Yeah. I, I had the pleasure, my father took us camping from... East Coast to West Coast of Canada. I've been yeah. to every province, wow. stayed in tons of provincial parks. Um, every province in Canada, with the exception of Newfoundland, yeah, Yukon, and Northwest Territories. Yeah. And I've had a fucking amazingly um, great time yeah. spending time in Canada. It's incredible. And I don't know if you guys follow like uh, the Hookay guys on Instagram or anything like that, but a lot of what they post when they post like sort of um, oh, uh, local... Hookay is... Is, is, is H-O-O-K-E. H-O-O-K-E. Accent. Accent. Yeah. Oh, If you follow them, some of the things that that they do locally they'll put videos up on their page and stuff like that and their video blogs and stuff and i mean literally like two hours from from montreal and it's like just pure wilderness there's yeah. like not a soul now, in now sight. here's it's here's the crazy thing incredible. though so if if andrew mark carl and i said you know what next week fuck it we're all taking off from work no there's four of us <laughs> and, and i don't know what the percentage rate is we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna me man we're gonna drive up to canada and we're gonna go fish on our own diy yeah apparently the regulations up there like you can't go do diy very easily up there you have to hire a guide there's like, like a lot of rules and stuff that are yeah like, and and that's kind of a downer yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it depends where you are. I mean, there's a lot of public water that, that you can access and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the parks, at least in Quebec, I, I can't really speak for a lot of the other provinces, but a lot of the water and the lakes and stuff like that are sit in provincial parks. So, I mean, basically, uh, those are private waters, but you buy, like, an access into the park and, like, a fishing pass, and, and that's basically it. And that gives you the right to fish those waters. And you don't necessarily need a guide. You can, okay, see, I yeah, heard that you needed a guide. Now, there are um, certain rivers that have, you know... Like, there's Atlantic, the river there's Atlantic yeah. salmon that... Yeah, you and know. that's really, really regulated, especially in Quebec, where you have... Uh, and I, I'm not a specialist on all the regulations, so if I say anything wrong, I hope I don't fucking get any flag yeah. from anybody but don't send any hate mail to my friend no, 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 no. i don't want to commit suicide, suicide. suicide. <laughs> Hi, don't fuck with my friend you're gonna no, you're gonna get pulled aside by yeah, the canadian authorities say, oh upon return. you get pulled over by yeah, a guy on a horse no, that's it, red. Well, um but people do have river rights and people purchase like massive uh land 
plots and like you know that have these like he, these rivers that run through them and um you know i mean it's it's incredible to be able to think about and aspire to fish those waters one day because you see people pulling out you know these massive salmon and salmon are actually really really you know in a dire situation right now in terms of uh the numbers and stuff like that and there's a lot of conservation efforts that uh, are are being put in place to help up those numbers um we're so, doing a lot of conservation down in the everglades i mean yeah. mm-hmm. the lagoon is yeah. dying but we're mm-hmm. doing a lot down yeah. in the everglades yeah. a lot of cash you know at least for me unfortunately that's not so so local to you uh, i mean granted that it is local from a state side but i mean you guys are obviously you're right on the lagoon here and it's a shame that you don't have that same kind of conservation effort here but you know thankfully back home we have a lot of conservation that uh you know a lot of conservation efforts that are currently in place to help up population of certain fish uh to help eliminate as well uh some invasive species and non-native species in the waters um, and you know, just it's uh, it's interesting because you have groups and, and guys like you know Huke who are popularizing fishing and fly fishing and conservation and uh, and you know the whole wildlife effort and, and getting people you know. Uh, do you motivated. find do you find a lot of anglers in Canada like really focused on making the pilgrimage pilgrimage? Exactly. Pil- pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. It's like yeah. a pilgrim. To yeah. the pilgrimage to um, British Columbia to, like, you know, to, to visit the land of the Vokey. Like, uh, oh. you know, t- like get on the, 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 the horse drawn cart wagon, like right. Oregon Trail pilgrimage. Right. Uh, well, no, but, but to go out and, like, I mean, no, um, I, I, would, I would think that April Vokey is like, yeah. you know, like. Uh, there's you like know, bird watchers, but the, like so, April Vokey watchers. You know what? <laughs> Doesn't you know, really rhyme with bird, but same deal. So I, I mean, I mean, she's got to be a pretty big deal in Canada, yeah. Well, a, a. I haven't on at least on my side. I haven't had like so many people talk about April Vokey. I mean, I know about her just through like seeing her on social media and stuff like that. And she's really active, and she she. Obviously, you know, I mean, she's she's very present, but you know, I don't hear the guys who fish that I talk to like being like, "Oh, April Vokey," and like, like oh, "Sorry, April, April, I'm not trying to fuck you or anything like that." Yeah. But you know, I mean, people just don't talk I mean, about you are, back are, home in Quebec. Are there are um, there many Canadians that are upset with how she Quebec Vokey? How she basically like turned her back on Canada and went to Australia, well, where so, all of the the felons and criminals were sent. Um. Um. Uh, I you know I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I really can't speak on April's behalf. Um, no 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 I'm asking like what what your your friends back in Canada like you know I mean I don't your, think your anybody, countrymen, nobody... I don't think anybody really gives a shit dude okay. like <laughs> I mean if that's what you're getting at, like, I mean fuck go to Australia go to New Zealand go do whatever you know what's cool is she like left you're out Canada there for a penal colony <laughs> but I think she was thinking wrong penal. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I mean, Geography like, God damn Carl. it, Carl. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to imply it's a only penis colony? It's only math. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, but that, you know what? It's cool because she gets to go out and fucking fish, like, wherever the hell that she wants. And you know what's mm-hmm. even cooler is, like, her okay. full lips. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I really she's, don't want to edit anything out of here. I really hope. Nor should you. I really hope. I really uh, hope that her daughter doesn't find these tapes. What? She's got a kid. That's a long time. I've got a kid. What? 
He got a daddy named Forrest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, listen. I think we should probably uh, take a little bit of a break because hey, what the fuck is going on? Right here? It's not you a pop gotta, top. You, it's you, not a pop you top. You can't just twist it off like some shitty Canadian no, there's a beer. Bottle on there. There's two. Oh. He was gonna binge your key in half. <laughs> He's fucking In Canadians, man. Canadians don't use car keys. It's different. They use their teeth. They use April Vokey's full lips to open their beers. I'm trying. You can catch a redfish, but you can't open a beer. <laughs> Pretty much. With a fucking actual bottle opener, too. <laughs> Two of them. You had options. All right, well, let's, let's, take, a uh, break. let's take a little break. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back. Up, yeah. All right, see you in a bit. I will job. bet you. I will bet <laughs> you that this is played at hockey games all across Canada oh, on the regular. It comes actually, you know, like, ten, ten point one. Ted's Lava trying to blue. deny it, <laughs> right? But this is one hundred percent Canadian. Life for them, yeah, right? And they cue that up before Stumpin' Tom Connors, bud. Well, they cue it up right before O Canada. Bud, did you say Bud? Yeah, I said bud. That, that's, hey. that's a manner. Hey. <laughs> no, they. The, it's. It's actually, so, beginning of hockey games, beginning of snow plow races. <laughs> Dog sledding. Dog, Dog plow races. <laughs> uh, Dog plow. Snow, uh, what is it? Ice fishing? Ice fishing. Ice fishing. Tournaments. Pretty much the Winter Olympics. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ice carving. Curling. <laughs> Ice curling. curling. Yeah, it's the big one. Right. It's the big one. How did that become a sport? Well, it, ask your grandparents. I'm sure they'd be able to tell you. Weed. Like we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna. We've got a mop and a frisbee. Right. <laughs> so, Dude, it's so a, did you grow up like a big fan of the McKenzie brothers? A. Eh? Uh, I don't even know listen who that here, is, buddy. dude. What? I don't know who that is. The Great White the North. The Great White North. The McKenzie I, Brothers. Who that, is that? that like Bruce air, Jenner? That didn't air on Canadian <laughs> no, TV. That would be the Jenner brother. Really? Well, not that That's I know. That's very fluid. Yeah, I could be showing my age, but. Well, anyway, if it's worth anything, they, I grew up watching like Bill Dance on TV. Oh, I love Bill Dance. But, I mean, far from Canadian. He was no, he's popular in Tennessee. Canada. Yeah, he's Tennessee. Yeah. That's where the hat came from. Love that That's hat. Right. Yeah. He has the best blooper reel. He does. He does. Literally. His YouTube yeah. blooper reel is uh, outstanding. Absolutely. I saw the hat. Yeah, I saw one of his hats at the IGFA in Fort Lauderdale. Did you buy they it? have one of his hats. No, like, like his actual hat. Is I actually have a, a, in a... Probably on my phone, I still have a picture uh, from IFTD last year. Bill Dance oh, is there. Oh, 
And I, I just like literally walked up and I said, Billy, you need to get your picture with me. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want my picture with you. Yeah, yeah. You need to get your picture with me. And he's like, ah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Hook them horns. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that next year. Yeah. Let's go, Bill. Hook them horns. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Wrong T. Wrong T. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, um, you know, just to catch up on a few of the Life things itself. and madness in life itself. Did anybody else think it really fucking odd that almost like when in Gotham City bad shit is going down, the the Batman spotlight goes up and bad Batman comes to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else find it equally as weird that there was a little teeny tiny minuscule amount of adversity pointed Yeti's direction and the fucking Yeti round mouths came out on social media like the fucking German blitzkrieg. Yeah. yeah. And it what was. What the fuck? And to be clear, I don't give a shit what the adversity that came their way was. Me either. Like, like you know, for or against gay marriage. Who gives a shit? You know, whatever it was, the fact that people were so... No, no, no. Not the people that make my cooler. Well, it's, Excuse me? And, and the most interesting thing to me it's was... Like they were shouting Antifa. It was, yeah. the, it was the people <laughs> yeah. that I mean, get really. free fucking free coolers yeah. and free shit from Yeti that were like trying to educate the fuck out of the rest of us about, wait a second, we got it all wrong, and because they get free shit, we needed to step the fuck back and pay attention to their testimonial. And I'm still 100% lost on why I need a cooler that'll keep ice for however many days when I go out one day at a time. Right. Well, like it's the bears. If my beer gets warm, Mm -hmm. I'm doing something wrong. Right. Like, seriously doing something wrong. If cardboard, (laughs) cardboard and shade. (laughs) Don't work. (laughs) Doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, I did think that was weird. And I thought it was, like, such a, like, almost perverted, like, marketing juggernaut. It was. There was no doubt about it. You're going to speak poorly about the company that gives me free things? How dare you? And there were just dozens. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think those dozens. were personal reactions, though. No, no, they weren't. It was no. like an email of went out that if you want to yeah. continue getting your free shit, you shall you do this. Mm-hmm. And because it was, it was a very, cut, it was like it a, was a cut and paste yeah. response. Here's the official position. This is BS. I love these guys. They're the greatest. It was probably, a big misunderstanding. I'd probably say the yeah. same thing if I was getting fucking heaps and loads of free shit dumped on my front doorstep, yeah. too. Yeah. Exactly. But then again, if you have those cups and coolers, are you cooler than the next guy? No, I've never really been into it. No? That whole thing, that whole entire thing. I mean, <clears throat> if it were less hyped... I'd probably be more into it because they're, as far as that company's concerned, their least hyped products 
their newest stuff. They're kind of like their dry bags. And they stuff. have gone I the dry bag super route. Cool. I, th- oh, yeah. I yeah. think those are probably the coolest thing they have. Right. And they're probably the, le- the least talked about. Oh, my about. God, do you have a Yeti? It doesn't mean Yeti dry bag. Right. It means a you know a cooler and second a cup, but from you know, a marketing standpoint, you're talking about like a revolution, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a cooler. Yeah, I mean, as as a set of products, yeah, sure, but not as a like a way of thinking. Yeah, and the you know yeah. the imitation of that cooler now and that whole like oh, cooling technology is just oh, yeah. like you know yeah. between angle orca you know all that yeah it's just I, I think one of their competitors and i don't remember I would which one of came out and was like we're doing like fucking discount like oh yeah it, or no it was it was whoever they were pissed off about the other cooler company said buy our shit and we'll make a donation to the company that they're pissing on right yeah, yeah. Capitalism at its finest. Absolutely. So They're, they'll fill the void that the that Yeti, you know, vacated. created. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So anyway, I, that was yeah. my, I, yeah. you know, that was I something. I don't want to talk about that a whole bunch. Not <laughs> yeah, too, too I don't much. either. I don't yeah. either. But I just thought it was. I thought it was odd that, yeah. like, you Important know, to bring up. We, we all definitely are on social media. Yeah. We see social media, and I was like really shocked, which leads me into another aspect of social media. Um, we've certainly talked about, like, especially in the fly fishing game, the number of followers someone has apparently is the measure of your success, right? On so social I'm media. I'm not very successful. I'm, me either. Me either. And I'm, and I'm okay with it. Um, but there's definitely a measure of how popular some of the lady anglers are mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. We're talking 29, 30, 40, 50, 60,000. hundred. What was the, the hundred? There was a hundred thousand. Yeah, we were talking was about here, a local, time. a local one. There was a hundred thousand follower. Okay. Lady angler. So, so model, slash model fly fishing periodicals in my, in my view of the, landscape the drake definitely the drake magazine holds it down as the granddaddy of them all the best that there is in fly fishing photography fly fishing writing followed closely by the fly fish journal and then i don't know how long tail magazine has been around but it's not been a long no, time. A and years. I, and I think so. that the niche that they've tried to fill is we're the only saltwater-only fly fishing magazine. And they originally started out like um, exclusively web-based only. So mm-hmm. if you went to see Tail Magazine, you couldn't physically hold one. You would have to go look at it online. And you could flip the pages on your computer or whatever. And I feel like there's, there's two or three like that. Well, yeah, yeah. Like they like, like flip through. Yeah, there's the blah, blah, blah. southern thing, yeah, and yeah. you know, and and they're just like novel idea. Yeah. Okay, whatever. There's no production cost to it, but they still sell advertising. Even though, I know some of them don't pay their contributors, and Tail just recently came out with, and it was like. 
a little flurry on social media of, oh my gosh, have you seen, I'm on Tail Magazine this month. Oh my gosh, me too, me too, me too. Almost like the Me Too movement, right? And when I started seeing this pop up, I'm looking and I'm like, I've seen that picture before. I've seen that picture before. Holy shit, I've seen that picture before. The exclusivity is not there. there so it's like what's like kind of like a sampled. They're they're all. It was a it was a feature. It was the it was the reason for that edition of that magazine, and they printed it. It was a print magazine, I guess, and all of the content had been previously out on Instagram already. And I was like, how fucking lazy and cheap. And if I were a subscriber, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I've already seen this. Like. What is happening with, are we blurring the lines between social media and actually good, God-fearing periodicals that you can touch and see and hold? There's no doubt that, like, the the actual printed stuff is, like, dying as, as, I mean, it's it's become, for certain, it's become a little bit of a a novelty. I mean, there is only Drake is a good, like, uh reflection of why it isn't like that well, good counter as is like yeah because i mean the drake actually went from 20 years ago it came out twice a year now it comes out four times a year yeah but like they, it, it, it continues to grow I feel like they're a standard like national geographic magazine is a standard yeah but okay. why do you think they're a standard they're, they're a standard because they come out with quality content that right. People like to read. Right. It's very original. And it's stuff the first like time they've seen it. It's the first right. time they've seen it, and they have very good people contributing to that. Sure. Right. Whereas when you have, you know, I mean, a lot of organizations, at least that I see on the outside, the way that they market themselves, you know, especially now through social media channels, they're making incentives, a lot of incentives for these people that are marketing them through the social media channels. Right. And everything is now tracked, right? So an organ, uh, like a, a company, can say, look, you know, go out and get me this many followers, or like post this, that, and right, the other. Right. Before, like, you know, you know, people would just post and, oh, great, you have 10,000 followers. That means 10,000 people were going to acquire those 10,000 followers based on your, like, ambassadorship. Right. Now everything is tracked. So all the incentives are placed on how many followers, you know, are being brought in directly through that right. channel, right? So, right. you know, there's that's why you're getting so much, you know, loss of that originality and content and why people are, you know, posting that shit so much. And right. it's just, it's, but, but what it takes I'm, away from the person. But what I'm yeah. saying is, I think that we're, we've gotten to, or at least me personally, like I won't, your, I won't like speak for everybody yeah. here, but like I saw it and I was like, I'm less inclined to pick up a tail magazine because I'm seeing that they've recycled shit that I've already seen on social media. So if their hook is yeah. to be timely and edgy because they're inclusive of the social media aspect, to me it's, it, it, it weakens their brand. Yeah. Does I that make sense? Yeah. But, oh, no, but I will say yeah, that absolutely. stuff that, like, when you do open a magazine and you might see that stuff, it looks more grand in that magazine yeah. than it does online. Not yeah, to say that would be the reason. Yeah. yeah. But I've you, still, still seen, seen it before. It. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. And that would not be a reason why I'd go buy it. But Right. So I have this, like, weird, like, strict policy. Not strict policy, but, like, something that, like, I just do. If I see, like, a girl post, like, something promotional and she's, like, really pushing it, I'm like, you know, that's kind of fucking lame. Like, 
you do, you won't Fuck like you, it. I'm out of here. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to follow you anymore because yeah. I don't want my shit. Like you know, one you don't want it's, it's like, no, I don't want advertisements. Yeah. advertisements. And um, it's it's pretty lame. Like you know, yeah. you've sold out. Like you were cool before. You were doing original shit. You were doing your own thing, and now you've sold out for the man. Right. Right. You know? And it's uh, it's terrible. Something that I saw recently as well is with the surf guys. Uh huh. Which is, you know, the the factories and the brands that come out of here locally. So I've had a chance to talk to a few of them, and there's a couple guys, uh, professionals that are from this area, mm-hmm. that like the Lopez boys. Yeah. Okay. I saw one of the Lopez guys today. Uh huh. Um, they do some stuff still, uh, and then uh, Orion Surfboards. The Geiselman kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is more kind of a competition surfer, and one of them is more kind of a media surfer. Where one of them does a lot of photography, video stuff for their media outlets. The other one is actually just just competition, just doing you know the big tournaments or whatever. Right. So, um, th- some of the stuff that I've heard from him is really under wraps. It is for print. Those things do not get out. Right. And some of them are the way for be. Facebook, yeah. Instagram, exactly. websites, whatever it may be. But there are, like, homes for these trips, for these pictures, for these movies, okay, so, whatever. So I know you used to skate back in the day, yeah. right? Uh, and, Long time ago. And I wish you still skated more today, but that's mm-hmm. another time mm-hmm. and another story. But Much more insurance. There's, there's a, if there's any kind of social media industry skateboarding certainly is one of those yeah however what carl just said really struck with me because there's plenty of guys that go out and film or do still photos of skaters at certain spots or 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 whatever and if it's a quality video clip or a quality photo, you're not going to see it on Instagram. They're going to sit on it. Yeah, they're going to bank it. They're going to they're going to bank it. And 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 that's the thing is, I think that so many people are, are getting sucked into the social media that they lose the sight yeah. of when you have something that's unique and valuable. Yeah. Sit on it. Yeah, sit on it. Wait until it like you know. Put it in the right medium yeah. so that it gets the maximum return. Yeah, which is hard to do. It's hard to do, I'm sure. But this is the, the silliest is there's a, there's a professional filmer um, in, in skateboarding. He goes by the, the name Beagle. And he has this dog, Murdy. And Murdy... It's just like almost like a mutt. And Murdy is one of those dogs that you can like get to get on a skateboard and will actually ride a skateboard. Nice. And it was funny because this guy Beagle, who's traveled the world doing skate videos, he might take a full year of, of putting all these clips together to make a video that's going to come out to support a, a particular brand, right? And he knows that when he gets those clips, 
he would love to show them to the world, but he can't. He has to hold them back because it's going into an overall project. And Murdy, his dog, it's kind of more of a joke than anything. But he was talking and somebody's like, you know, what about Murdy? You know, I, I saw you released a clip of Murdy doing a stair set. And his response was, yeah, that was pretty rad. But I'm actually holding some clips, Murdy, doing a <laughs> seven flat seven. And they're like, whoa, really? He's like, yeah, you know, it'll come can't out the right, right can't now. talk about it right now, but it'll come <laughs> out the right time. And it was done tongue in cheek. But the truth is, you've got to hold back, yeah. like, you know. Like, keep it real and, There's like, make it valuable so that when you finally do see something, like, stop whoring yourself out for fucking social media. Yeah. yeah. That excitement of being able to see content for the first time and be like, wow, it's incredible. Like, you know, yeah. you, Carl, skateboarding, like, as a kid, how yeah. rad was it to just fucking show you, up to the skate shop and buy a 411 VM? Yeah, exactly. And 411 watch that video the magazine. Time, yeah, man. And you'd be like, whoa, yeah. like, I want to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. it was it was the ride there and oh, the, yeah. the the sweating there and then whatever you did to like get money like work some <laughs> shitty job yeah. and you know beg like your whatever. parents for yeah. like twenty bucks yeah you know? get them and, and then you didn't watch it right then on no, your you phone had or to some make shit it back, man. You, you got back on your skateboard and went back yeah. and it was like what the fuck yeah. like the first clip you're like oh my god this is amazing well now <laughs> I see that first clip all the time 900 times yeah. an hour okay. of fishing can, of you can know, i ask you yeah. guys a legit question was this like a dvd that you guys no no, no this was video vhs tape. okay okay yeah, 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 yeah. it was like my vhs skate movie was like the bones brigade yeah yeah, yeah. right and and like you know the bones brigade video show and like yeah. then fucking search for animal chin and like i can remember like we knew it had been ordered we're waiting for it to come in the fucking yeah, mail and then it book. fucking showed up and then we're like oh my god it came in it's wednesday we're not going to get to go fucking hang out until friday night this is going to be so yeah. rad yeah yeah now it's on your phone constant right there. Yeah. yeah yeah which is weird i mean i wonder about that all the time because we're kind of as not connected as we were in whatever we did, I felt like we were way more connected in, you know, at Friday at five o'clock, you wanted to have a party. Right. Friday at eight o'clock, there were a hundred people in the same place. Yes. You're yes. Like, How did I get a hold of that many people? Was everybody <laughs> that down? Because yeah. now I couldn't beg on yeah. Facebook or Instagram or like, you know, these places where there's tons of people. But yeah. nobody all does connected. anything together. Nobody gives a shit. Right. And before it'd be like a page, uh-huh. and then somebody would like call somebody else's mom's house, uh-huh. and you know back and forth, back and forth, and all of a sudden, boom, boom, it's thing. fucking going yeah. down. Carl's fest, yeah. Carl's fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit was on fire, whatever. But it that was special. There was a, something special about that. Uh huh. So. That I guess being the, said, I guess the moral of this story is don't sell show more titties on the up. internet. <laughs> and with yeah, that, fuck yeah, right. So, anybody else have any notes of anything they want to talk about? Because your Costa Del Mar incident, Costa Del Mar, quote unquote warranty. Okay, 
Didn't we discuss this once before? We were, I think we talked about it last okay. time. I didn't think we did on the radio. Okay. On the, well, on the radio. On the radio? Right. Live. Uh, I sent live. three pairs in a uh-huh. few weeks ago. Super nice. I went there. Must be nice to have three pairs of Costas. Yeah. yeah. You want them? <laughs> Do so, I? <laughs> so I went to Costa de Mar in, in Daytona. Super nice place. Uh-huh, I bet. Some cars out front that I've never seen before. Uh-huh. Went in, yeah, we'll take care of it, no big deal, no big deal. And I got the email back, and it was $119 per pair for quote-unquote warranty repairs. That's buying a new pair of glasses. Right. Yeah. No. Which is well more than their weird Chinese glasses cost for, for them to buy. Sure. For sure. Like 20 times as much. Yeah. They- so I let them send them back to my house, and see you later. There's so, other people that sell sunglasses. In the so world. you're done with Costa. Oh, yeah. uh, I remember it was completely free. Like self-addressed stamp envelope, free. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what everyone tells you. <laughs> and then it was like 40 bucks or something, which still, if you're going to like open my box, look at my glasses, swap them out, do what you got to do, 40 bucks, cool. It's cool. a warranty, though. Yeah, but at, you know, hundred between 100 and well, That's a processing fee. Yeah, right. like processing and shipping, to make shipping back or whatever. It covers uh, the occasional. Horse. It covers the occasional paper cut. Right, hundred and nineteen dollars per pair. Did you Did you respond at all? Like, go fuck yourself. No, got a, I got a couple emails. You, uh, you need to respond immediately, or we're gonna just send them back. Send them back, send motherfuckers. Them back. I'm not gonna say send them back. Just do what you gotta do. That's sad. And you would think, okay, like, you're a local, and you come I in. I went there. To personally. the... To... I showed up there. I didn't even charge him. Right. <laughs> no appearance fee. Nothing. You would think they would, like, put, like, a little, like, a little note in the corner of that yeah. form and be like, take care of this guy right. local. Right. But right, no. yeah. From up the road, brought the glasses in. Now, He's got three pairs of them would at you, one time. Would you like to be? Would you like to be a little bit? I don't know. Shall we say angry when I finish telling this story? Yes. yes. I just I just read on social media, which is important these days. Um, an owner of a blog, um, and has quite a few followers on Instagram. Um, apparently is doing a trip very soon to either Belize or Mexico. I didn't pay that close of attention to the name of the lodge to be able to derive whether it's Belize or Mexico, but it's a a Caribbean Mm -hmm. destination. And there was a shout out of thanks to Costa del Mar. To Costa del Mar. Hardy. Well, I didn't see that. I just saw a, a shout out and a thanks to Costa del Mar for giving away, giving yeah. five pairs, f- four or five pairs of sunglasses for the unfortunate few mm-hmm. guides right. that would be the recipients right. of of said trip. No, of said sunglasses because they're down in Belize or Mexico, and uh, and and they're gonna, you know, they've got important jobs to yeah. do, like entertain the social media stars, right? 
And so the social media star for free is going to get a gift to give. Right. And the hardworking man that grinds fiberglass all day that paid for a pair of sunglasses three times over. And probably. Brings them in and they say, oh, that's 119 per pair. Per pair. And they range from, because I had like pretty much, you know, all kind of different makes and models of lenses or whatever. Mm -hmm. They range from 189. To uh-huh. like two fifty fifty something. Wow. So well more than half mm-hmm. to about half of what I paid for him originally. Right. I'm like, nah, no, 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 no. Thank get, you. Get yourself a pair of electrics, dude, man. They're great. Yeah. They're great. And, I'm, you know, there's there are a bunch of other ones out there. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, this tough. is, yeah, I got to go. For that much money, there's no way. No, thank you. And it's probably my... 50th these last three are probably you know right. 48 49 and 50 uh-huh. from dropping them in the water sure or breaking them or whatever uh, you know but, but these years these years. you had a legit reason to be like hey you yeah. know yeah there's problems with these yeah. they're all the rubber nose bits were wearing off and they're like mr granger thank yeah. you for your interest in activating your warranty coverage yeah. with Costa Del Mar. In lifetime warranty. We will need you to remit X number of dollars per pair of glasses so that we can continue our outreach to the Isle of right. blah, blah, blah right. off the coast of Mexico and the Yucatan We're Peninsula. We're going to give some pros some glasses to give to other people so they can feel cool about it. <laughs> we can feel cool. They can feel cool. You can give me 119 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> And there so you have that doesn't, feel very, of life. that doesn't feel very cool. No. I didn't feel cool cool about that That's at all. That's not very cool. Mm. No. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, Costa. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, but no thanks. Get your shoes. I, want, I wonder if the person writing that email back to you is like, oh, this seems totally reasonable. I'm going to send this yeah. guy like, <laughs> yeah. an email back saying was, like, oh, thanks for your glasses that you want us to yeah, warranty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> send us 119 bucks. <laughs> believe it or not, a, a very good friend of mine, one of my oldest friends, I've, I've known him since kindergarten, he went to, got an invitation. Uh, I feel like it was maybe social media based or whatever. He worked as a... Uh, mate and a guide on offshore trips in Fort Lauderdale and he got a weird invitation out of nowhere to go to a Costa Del Mar or Costa um, what would they call that it was a focus group oh like an advisory group right. like, to discuss like so, product improvement or oh no marketability and like how uh... he would how he would see that particular company getting into more markets like not outdoor sports not fishing not the you know more getting into more of the old uh, people leisure like yeah stolen stuff or, or really high fashion yeah. stuff or you know maybe safety glasses for shooting sports or you know if 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 there was a company that you know say one of our favorite fly rod companies started making because it's fiberglass or, yeah. or carbon say they started making bows for archery, mm-hmm. would we be like, oh, weird, watered down? You know what I mean? Or it's, they started making baseball bats. Would we be like, oh man, I was paying like all this money for this wonderful like sage rod? Yeah. And you can go buy a sage baseball bat. Baseball bat? Like, do they really give a shit? So, so would it dilute the brand? Yeah. So they they so. were basically calling these meetings, and I think they paid him some. I it was kind of nineteen dollars. 
it was probably my hundred nineteen dollars. <laughs> no, but they, it, was, it was like a reasonable amount of money. I think they paid for travel and something or other, whatever, and maybe a dinner or something like that. Free. And it was and it was just a, a just a questions. So you buy cousin Mars, right? Yeah, sure. So what would make you stop? Not much. It was like these weird like focus groups, and I'm like, man, you've got crazy focus groups. And you're still and you willing the bed. to fucking uh-huh. charge me 120 bucks to repair shitty sunglasses? Like how? After you, you don't get that. After you've part? already invested. Yeah. Like almost two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, so I, I wear Canons, mm-hmm. and I've had Canons so long that the last time, and, and it's universal. It's mm-hmm. not a Canon issue. It's polarized sunglasses issue the coating on polarized sunglasses eventually peel free it it like crackles yeah and every four years or so that happens and like i'll put my glasses on like what's going on i look i'm like oh they cracked and it's just like so i i bought a pair and i i literally have been wearing these crazy things for 12 years to the point that the original frames does like design the style, yeah, the yeah, style yeah. they don't even make anymore right so when i when i contacted them for the warranty they're like we are so sorry you can't actually get that replaced but if you look here's our list of like just pick one out of this list. And it was like the high end, like Yeah. I was whatever like, price, whatever. So I could have though yeah. yeah. And those, yeah. And you know how much it cost? Twelve dollars. Yeah. Shipping. Twelve dollars to cover shipping. Yeah. yeah. And this thing is if I knew something was gonna be you know, two hundred bucks, you break you buy, you know, one time shot. It mm-hmm. is what it is, fine. That happens all the time. You assume it the is risk. What it is. Yeah. You assume the risk. Yeah, I feel I feel like that's worth two hundred bucks. I'm gonna yeah. buy that thing. No big deal. If somebody says, I'll sell you plastic sunglasses for like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yes. But you'll have them forever. Well it's I'm like, you won't Ooh. have them forever, you'll have them for you. Now here's the crazy right. thing. Like Costa, their claim to fame is the quality of the glass lenses. Right? Right. It, I mean yeah, yeah. truthfully that's what they're claim to fame is yeah it's the breaks real easy or wears really wears out fairly easily shitty plastic frames, frames. Yeah. is the weak link right in that equation so at whatever point you had to do your warranty claim you're still happy with the lens quality right and you want to continue using costas up until the point that they say this nickel's worth of plastic is going to cost you $120. Right, the actual frames I can mm-hmm. buy myself on Daytona Beach for $4.99. Right. That every other store. Interesting. You know. So, it is what it is. But I feel like that's, you know, we're getting to a point where there's a few companies that stand behind and, like, actually service and industry and there's a few companies that see that fly fishing is a very fast growing market and one that where people spend a lot of money so that's you know 
something to be careful careful with, so, whether they've been around for a while or not. So you did uh, today or yesterday orientation? Oh, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Marine Discovery Center did a little orientation. <laughs> we were talking about last week a little bit. It was the first Wednesday of the month. Okay. So I went down, and there were, I think, three or four retirees, seasonal people here in New Smyrna. Mm-hmm. As to be expected. Yeah. Um, me. Okay. It's a weird, kind of a weird one. The fucking party started. <laughs> Carl's there. Yeah, Especially I'm here. Old people. And uh, like some high schoolish to col- like early college age kids that were going to do their summer camp stuff. Okay. So they were going for the uh-huh. orientation for that. Uh, did a little tour. Ran us through a, a ton of programs from answering phones and scheduling and you know nature tours and that kind of stuff to what is the preferred method of answering the phone at the the marine discovery center it's a great day at the marine discovery center in new smyrna beach this is carl Carl. how can i help (laughs) right i like this air conditioning how can i help you (laughs) um there's See, when you're answering the phones or you're inside talking to kids and stuff, I was telling Andrew earlier, there's a probably a maximum beer per hour. Right. And peeing outside. Like zero. Thing. <laughs> zero that, beers yeah, per hour. I would say zero beers per hour, zero peeing outside. And I'm like, not interested. Let's do some shoreline restoration. Okay. But they have, you know, there's a ton of programs. They have, the, like I was saying, they have a, like a dolphin tour boat, big pontoon thing or whatever that they go out with uh, kayak tours they have wetland restoration stuff that they have there actually at their facility and then the projects outside of the facility few parks around there so it was really cool i mean it, there is literally a place for anybody there and it was really well set up so put all they, my do they have any like local corporate sponsors that are supporting it honestly did not see anything like that Grants. Uh, I know they work a lot with schools, so that's you know they. I'm sure they charge something for summer camps for the kids. Sure. And uh, they have uh, kind of art exhibitions. They're putting a uh, like an amphitheater out back to have like really uh, public events or uh-huh. live music or whatever. So I'm sure that'll be a, a generator. But I think that's all they work on. Okay. Is you know school research grants. You know public money. Uh, I did not see any uh, skiff challenge. Well, you know, captains. you know, it's clean water only counts in South Florida. Right. Um, skiff races only count if you run every no wake zone up through the, the lagoon. Through the lagoon. Right. So uh, maybe that'll change in the future. Right. Um, but I, I, I won't hold my breath. No. And I was thinking, you know, I, I spoke to them a little bit about the stuff that uh, I'm a little bit more familiar with. You know, I, I'm not a big uh, shoreline restoration specialist as okay. far as mangroves and, and salt marsh grasses. You know, it's not my really my, Forte, my thing. Right? Right? I'm, I'm not sure it's anybody's thing, really. But I was thinking, you know, show... If it had to be kind of educational, because this is some college-age kids and stuff that are kind of getting into it. Show them how to maybe pull a boat. 
that'd Can be kind of cool. Right. Um, maybe, maybe get into the sport fishing stuff. I don't know if it, that would be, you know, great, but maybe some kind of boat handling stuff or, or navigational stuff mm-hmm. to kind of avoid. Yeah, tearing into tearing up the bottom and, and, and smashing up oysters and all that kind of stuff. Right. And you know, pulling a boat's going to be quiet, and you're going to see more see more gore, flora and fauna. Yeah, exactly. So. I think there's a, a ton of stuff to do there for sure. So, uh, sorry. Do do you have uh, Andrew's was just drooling a little. Do you have uh, our our wrap up selection for oh, for music? You don't want to do another section or? No, I I think we're gonna put you to bed. I mean, you guys can tap <laughs> it out. You got a professional. So we got Andrew's bedtime. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to pass classes, so I've had a... Andrew's so cute when he's tired. He's like a big teddy bear. So yeah. sleepy. Big, full beard <laughs> teddy bear. So sleepy. Was that really drilling? I feel dampness. Not really. <laughs> no. Maybe just a little but bit. But the fact that emotional it was a possibility... Yes. ...is a danger. It is. It is. And on this note, what was the song? What was the song? Well, it's Freebird. 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 Yeah. And as we as we wrap up episode six, six of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, everyone think about what a great time Andrew's gonna have tomorrow evening. Oh, God. I didn't want to fucking edit this podcast, bro. <laughs> Bring it from the top. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm sleepy. All right. Well, uh, do us a solid, man. We we need some help on iTunes. We need some reviews, some five stars, <laughs> and some smarmy fucking sarcastic comments would be great. Yeah, they don't have to be pretty, and uh, there might be some collateral if you go ahead and do that in the near future. There They're you on go. The way. So, little incentive. With that, good night to all, and good night. to all, good night. <laughs>